0: You are right up Main Street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors, T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. (gasps) This is Your Welcome America presents Chasing the Saturdays, episode 6. In our ongoing mission to translate <laughs> British pop culture for America, <laughs> we're celebrating the 10-year anniversary of the E! reality show that follows British-Irish group, The Saturdays, as they try to crack America. Why are you laughing? Just because I always laugh at that incredibly clunky line that you wrote for yourself. I know, it's so long. <laughs> <laughs> this episode truly does have it all. Touching down at Heathrow, catching Addie Lee cabs, and many, 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 many New build brick homes. <laughs> I am Ben. I am Fraser. Fraser Light Razor. And this is Chasing the Saturdays. Woo! 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 Hashtag home sweet sets. Oh yes. I did a little research just before we got started because I was oh. thinking, where are the gals from? And I wanted to look up where they're all from, where they all kind of grew up. Because T- I was thinking Tipperary. is London, you know, their actual kind of home base. So obviously Una, we already know, grew up in County T- Tipperary. Tipperary. <laughs> Frankie uh, was born and raised in Upminster, Essex. End of the is it end of the district line, Upminster? Don't remember. Final stop of the district line, I believe, is Upminster, all the way in Essex. Rochelle's from Barking, also on the <laughs> on the district line in that kind of London-Essex border where things start to blur. Is that how they met, do you think? <laughs> yeah, definitely. On the metro. <laughs> <laughs> Molly, born in Wandsworth, but most importantly, clearly grew up in Surbiton in Surrey. I couldn't, I'm i sorry, but Molly is <laughs> such a Surrey girl, isn't she? Born in Wandsworth, though, that's pretty fun. Yeah, <laughs> moved to Surbiton, Surrey. <laughs> Vanessa, unexpected. Born in Yeovil, Somerset. But I think I must have done a move to London at some point in her life. Yeah. Now, this led me to look at Vanessa's Wikipedia page. (laughs) I found something (laughs) so shocking that I'm actually going to send you this link and I need you to open it. And I'm going to give you like a time code to go to. You've really done some research for this episode. More than I normally do. Is that because you were saying last week's episode, we sounded really downbeat and it lasted maybe like 15 <laughs> minutes long? Yeah, we were such a bad episode. We basically just complained about how much we hated it and then it, then it was done. <laughs> wow. Okay, so I just shared with Ben uh, what, something I found on her Wikipedia page, that Vanessa appeared on a children's version of Stars in Their Eyes, hosted by Kat Dealey, uh, back in, what year was it, 2003. And she performed as Beyonce. But what did she perform? <laughs> and she said this is her first solo song and then performed Work It Out from the Austin Powers soundtrack and Not Crazy in Love. And she's 13 at the time and they made the effort to change the lyrics to the less racy lyrics. But they also put her in an incredibly like short mini dress and an afro wig, which I think is also not acceptable. But yeah. Yeah. Vanessa was on children's stars in their eyes. Thoughts, feelings, feedback? Well, as you pointed out, I loved it when she came out in her, you know, her normal Vanessa drag. And Kat Dilley said that she looked like Pocahontas. Yeah, that was a little troubling. And then then Kat proceeded to say, oh, well, you like Christina Aguilera. What would you change about her? Yeah, her hair. It's a bit ratty, isn't it, Vanessa? <laughs> and then she said... She, to cover said, up. Yeah, you think she needs to cover up. Yeah, don't you think Charles needs to cover up yet? She's also, like, judgy. <laughs> a very strange element of stars in their eyes that I didn't remember. Now, I will say, I did scrub through the rest of the episode, and it was a, a wild ride. <laughs> there was, like, a couple... Of, there was basically Vanessa and this guy that did Craig David that were, like... Oh, some really great, like, painted on paint, They drew a beard yeah. on, like, a, a 13-year-old, and he was really, really good as well. Yeah. And then these other... I know this was in the early 2000s, but these other three teenagers performed as incredibly old people. Like, it was so weird. There was, like, these two performers I had to look up. One called Crystal Gale. She's famous for having really long hair. And Connie Francis. And the only reason I know the name Connie Francis is because drew a bit in the craft where they go, where they... Get all that money from the settlement, and they go to that. They go to their new penthouse that Nancy yeah. lives in, and her mum has that jukebox that only plays Connie Francis music. Oh, yes, that's literally the only connection. So it's like a woman that sings from like the fifties. So all these teenagers were doing like songs from the 50s and this one girl came on and she was like, maybe 17, maybe a little too old to be doing Stars and the Rise Kids. And she performed Xanadu by Olivia Newton-John. Oh, that's fun. But Connie Francis won the episode. So... Xanadu, Xanadu, Xanadu. Xanadu, Xanadu, Xanadu. 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 I love Xanadu. (laughs) So we've managed to end up at Xanadu. We haven't even started episode six just Chasing the Sats. I just urge people, you know, run, don't walk to Vanessa's appearance on uh, Children's Stars in Their Eyes if you really want to have your mind blown apart. Anyway, should we land in Heathrow? Let's touch down in the plane, touch down in Heathrow. So the music goes, pretty soon I'll be coming home, 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 home. home." And then we get shots of Piccadilly Circus. There's a a shot of like a market stall with a t-shirt that says "I love London." (laughs) Those t's aren't a thing. And then and then there's a shot of the 139 bus, which I looked up. (laughs) Yes, the 139 goes from Golders Green Station to Waterloo. Oh, lovely, a lovely North London. That really takes you right down. And it goes right the way through Oxford Street and everything, (laughs) all the sights. You never want to get on a bus that goes down Oxford Street. Oh, you're quicker walking. Quicker, you're quicker walking. No, when you get to Oxford Street, just get off. Just get off. If you're at Bond Street and you want to get off at Tottenham Court Road, it, it's only off. two or three tube stops, but you're better off just walking. Just walk. Don't get a bus. Don't get the tube. It yeah. takes too long. So they, they touch down in Heathrow. and We see them in arrivals. No paparazzi. Interesting that, isn't it? They've been followed around Los Angeles by paparazzi, <laughs> but no paparazzi in Heathrow. Is that a rule of Heathrow or is that just... Peter Lorraine didn't get enough petty cash to oh, do. Oh, yeah. Perhaps, perhaps. you aren't allowed in. Well, well, more fool me, eh? Yeah. Uh, Vanessa is tired and pushing an airport trolley with sunglasses on. <laughs> well, it's the last we see of her this episode. Yeah. That's why I wanted to get some Vanessa time <laughs> in at the top of this. Well, well, she also does like a bit at the top. She's like, the sats are coming home. Watch out. Yeah. We see her in this. <laughs> she wheels off with her trolley. Maybe it's because she was in Somerset. Maybe. <laughs> they didn't want to send a crew out to Somerset just in case it wasn't dynamic enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Frankie says, I'm happy to see Wayne. And then I was like, oh, that's actually her current husband still, isn't it? It's I Wayne Bridge, so. the footballer. But just hearing his name Wayne, Wayne by itself. Wayne is a crazy name. And Wayne's also got dogs as and well. Two pugs, which I also didn't think were allowed in Heathrow. Yeah. And this isn't pre-9-11. <laughs> Those dogs <laughs> are a danger. <laughs> she scoops up two pugs wearing lime green trousers. Those trousers look too tight for a Wait, transatlantic who, who's flight. Wearing, oh, she's wearing the trousers. Yeah, yeah I not, not the, pugs. the pugs. Okay, <laughs> no, okay. that would have been great. I got very confused here because there's a lot of blurred out fan faces. Yeah. So then I wrote they must be real, and then I wrote, but why wouldn't you just get the releases then? Yeah. The maybe there was sports. just too many of them. There were maybe there wasn't enough. Uh, there weren't enough runners and researchers to get everyone's maybe. details. They were so busy trying to track what was going on with the gals, they just didn't have time. They were too busy calling the Addison Lee people carriers <laughs> that were making their way to the terminal. <laughs> Molly tells a huge lie in What's an interview. That? She says, I love having the fans meet us at the airport. It, it's like extended family meeting us when we come home. Don't, don't shut up. <laughs> what a lie. Although I suppose they are nice enough to actually think that, aren't they? Yeah, they probably do. And also, at, at their peak, the Saturdays probably had like seven core core fans, right you're right went to everything a little bit oh hi tim yeah you know yeah it was a gay guy yeah <laughs> Good gay 15 year old hi gay tim <laughs> hi it's gay tim oh, no, don't say he's gay he doesn't know he is yet <laughs> <laughs> oh we feel so safe around tim i don't know what it is i feel so unthreatened it's because he's gay anyway what there's a ragtag crew waiting at, at Heathrow. at one point we get a, a A message that oh no a message we get like a a name thing that comes up and it's Emma, tour manager's wife. I was like, What? So Una's chatting away to Emma, the tour manager's wife, who's waiting, so she must be waiting for the tour manager to arrive in Heathrow as well. Okay, that's helpful, because I just wrote um, Una speaking to a random about Ben's injury. I didn't even see that. Emma, the tour manager's wife, very, like... She's like, yeah, I mean, he's hurt his leg. Oh, she hurt his leg? Yeah, he's hurt his leg. But what, is his leg hurt? Yeah, he's done something to his leg. I've got to go, but I'm going to still talk about his leg. We'll hear that a lot in this episode. (laughs) Yeah, I thought this scene was very casual. Like, the gal's just kind of, like... It was almost as if Heathrow, like, Arrivals was their own personal, like, casual lounge. Everyone was just like, oh, hi, yeah. Just like, I was like, (laughs) we need a sense of urgency here. Like, these are famous people. They should just be hanging around outside WH Smith talking to Emma, the tour manager. una has got to get home to Ben because he's injured his leg. And she's just like, I'm just going to talk to you about this for too long. (laughs) And then she does go, I've got to get going. (laughs) Yeah, the main thing to note here is Una is worried. We actually got like footage of Ben getting injured in the like the multiple rugby match. Multiple shots, yeah. multiple shots of that. That felt pointed to me. That felt like maybe like the the makers of the show didn't like Ben and they were like, let's just show like five different angles of him getting injured. <laughs> or I guess for the E execs, they were like, oh my god, an injury that we can get the licensed material from. How some, exciting! Some actual real drama. Yeah. Opening credits and then there's magic in this city. Feels like it's some kind of London, London town. To Gonna catch a black cab to see the queen at the, the time she was alive the in Worm Buckingham Palace. bus to Golders Green. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, there's not magic in Una's brick house, is there? Well, the Addison Lee <laughs> drops off Una. At she the... slides that the sliding <laughs> Addison. There's so many of those sliding doors in this episode, opening and closing. Oh, sliding doors. So, do you know who greets them? Uh, so she goes into the back garden yeah not the backyard I'll have you know because she's back in, in uh, British soil Ben's just laying out on a blanket with a uh, little baby girl for Belle on a rug on a rug in the garden <laughs> there's chat then about he's he's got crutches he's wearing a boot he needs multiple scans he then says and I wrote this down exactly I think it's worse than it is actually I was awake most of the night with it <laughs> yeah. <that>? oh okay <laughs> playing for some sympathy now I think I, I, I think I think it's worse than it is actually. Yeah, that doesn't, make that doesn't even think. make sense. Now I have been saying this every single episode. We've been really down on Ben, but every episode I do mention that I find him very attractive, and I have to really like fully just like we need to just discuss it for just a split second. No, can we? Dis- he good. Can we discuss it when we get to the physio appointment? Oh well, yeah, of course. Because we can. I, I made notes there. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Because we fine, just fine. get to see more of him there. Okay that's really we'll, we'll objectify him when he's getting physical therapy exactly okay. there was a great classic Una line reading in this scene where she's kind of asking what's going on with the injury she says what's the story with this then for you you're your, your rugby and you're you're your walking <laughs> like whoa okay Una really throw out absolutely everything that this is going to affect <laughs> Una seems almost nervous around Ben. she does yeah she's yeah it's, it's tough and then and then we just end this then uh, did you notice during this scene the music was like completely wild it was like a film score it was like a it was almost like we were watching i don't know the notebook like it was a full like swelling oh, was like violin put well, on a rug in the yeah, garden completely it was really strange anyway anyway where I, should we go next well i'm gonna pop on my birkin i'm gonna i'm gonna put my birkin bag just at the, the crease <laughs> of my uh elbow pit lovely and we're gonna go for a fragrance meeting where we, where is that gonna be it's oh, is it on dover street where is where is it? I did pause. I paused in <laughs> our flashes. I, I paused on the 189 bus that we saw this time. Okay. A pair of very squat, uh, brown scrunched boots. Very The very Saturdays, Pixie mm. Scrunch boot crossing a street. And a real flash of Dover Street before we landed at... Aluminum fragrances. Aluminum. Aluminum. Not aluminium or aluminium. And there's a man guiding them through aluminium fragrances. And he says it's the home of the most luxurious fragrances in the world. I beg to differ. (laughs) Now, one of them at this point says some very (laughs) carefully chosen words. They say, we're testing out a new fragrance now. We're testing out a new fragrance (laughs) What does that mean? Did you find hide no hair of this fragrance? Because I didn't. I couldn't find it anywhere. I couldn't find find a whiff or a whiff of it. (laughs) We're testing out new fragrance. Is that like when I go to Boots and I'm just testing out different fragrances? It's implying that they're going to release a fragrance, but it's never said. This was done entirely for the show, wasn't it? I think so. Because I feel like aluminum fragrances really got, it got like a sign, it got a sign mention outside on the street. It got that man saying, home of the most luxurious fragrances in the world as well. Mm. I feel like this was a... This is a real PL, Peter Lorraine hookup. He's been busy in those emails, hasn't he? I I have to say that Rochelle is wearing her specs. She means business. She is. Molly's in a fun tropical trouser. (laughs) (laughs) I noted that. Now, I don't know if you've seen any of the screwball comedies of the 50s, you know, His Girl Friday, anything with Cary Grant and, you know, just a secretary skittering down and them being like, hey, what are you saying? What are you doing? I love a bit of screwball comedy. And let me tell you this scene, they could have give Carrie Groton and Ava Gardner a run for their money. Because Oof. I tell you what, those girls can't decide on anything. No, it's going to be the, the right we're going. This perfume never going to come out. And then I wrote, <laughs> I don't think it did. And they, what made me laugh about this is that the scene is meant, the screwball comedy is meant to be, oh, these girls can't decide on anything. And this poor man keeps trying to talk. But the stuff they were saying was so banal and funny. This is nice. That oh, smells quite good, actually. Quite fruity. Like this one. Not for me. No. this one. There wasn't one bit of tension. There wasn't one disagreement. It was just the sats doing what they do best. <laughs> there was a great moment where Rochelle's holding up 10 of those tiny little bit of fragrance papers. Yes. You know, you get it duty-free and she's smelling all of them at once. <laughs> Rochelle, it's going to smell like all the, all the scents. Did you notice that the E ticker at the bottom yes. gave us another Josh Duhamel Update. Yeah. Fergie (laughs) and Josh Duhamel expecting a baby. Fergie the Black Eyed Peas. (laughs) 2013 Breaking News. I was like two episodes in a week with Josh Duhamel knows. He was really a hot, hot ticket. I think he still is. I think he's very attractive. Did you ever see that terrible movie with him and Kate Bosworth that was called... Win a date with tad hamilton oh, i remember i never saw it she plays this southern country gal that works in a supermarket the piggly wiggly and she wins a contest to go on a date with tad hamilton who's an la movie star Ooh. and they fall in love i'm tad i can't believe you're here i want some of that goodness to rub off on me he wants your goodness to rub off on him he wants your butt to rub off on him rosie i love you tad hamilton is an actor how do you know that he's not acting with you had Hamilton. I think it also stars not Tobey Maguire. What's he called? Topher Grace. Tobey Maguire. Okay. No, not Tobey Maguire. Okay. Topher Grace. But speaking of Tobey Maguire, what happened to Tobey Maguire? He was in the well, the last Spider Man movie. Yeah, but I mean, it was a, it was more of a cameo. But yeah, I feel like he's just like got loads of money from being Tobey Maguire, and he's not worried about it. Sea That's keeping him in dollars. Mm, sea biscuit. I, I, I just clutched at that one. Uh, well, first of all, Una gets up because she has to make a phone call to Ben. And... I've got to go check in Ben's leg, his scans, his injury. And Vanessa says, yeah, the only kind of salient point in this entire scene where she says, I've got to get out of here. If I don't get out of here, I'm going to throw up. And I think she's what she's doing is getting kind of overwhelmed like you would in a Lush. Oh, the whole <laughs> this whole scene I was thinking of Lush. Nothing stinks more than a Lush. So I'm with Vanessa on this. And, you know, she leaves the scene and the episode. <laughs> oh, my God. The US equivalent of Lush is Bath and Body Works. Well, they have Lush here, too. No, but 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 nothing stinks worse than a Bath and Body Works. Yeah. And don't get me started on that one in Vegas in yeah. the fucking what hotel was it in? Oh god. The one with the Atlantis themed fountain. Oh, Caesars. Caesars Palace, that's it. What was the what Hell. was the shower gel I got? Miami like Miami heat, Miami glow, Miami Oh god, like it was disgusting. <laughs> it was like a blue shower gel that we all used. <laughs> we, Thank did, you. we did, we did. Okay, where are we going next? Well, oh no, we haven't finished yet. What? what? At this point, um, at this point, the only ones left are Frankie and Molly, and I oh, think yes. Rochelle. And <laughs> Frankie very clunkily says, "Oh, Rochelle, guess what? I heard from Calvin the other day." And then we get a little bit of backstory: is that Calvin was a member of S Club Juniors, yes. the band that Rochelle and Frankie were in before they were in the Saturdays together, and uh, he was one of the bandmates. Now I was intrigued at this point because I do remember thinking. I wonder if Calvin grew up to be good looking because he was you know he was a good looking young man at the time and I was can I say that and uh, so I was like oh I'm intrigued and I do remember we saw a bit of a brief flash of him in the last episode but I was excited at this point did you go on his Instagram no I didn't did oh, okay. you yeah it's pretty the, weird oh okay it's pretty odd okay well th- at this point they you know they're like oh he's to be in town oh that's fun that's fun and uh, Frankie says, oh, "Well, Molly, you used to fancy him when you were twelve, didn't you? Like maybe maybe you should come and come and have lunch with the two of us." I'm like, Ugh. and then I just wrote, "Molly is doing some great object work in this at the end of this scene, like a really good actress. She was she had this perfume bottle in her hand and she kept smelling it as she was talking to them. I was <laughs> like, she knows how you know some people don't know what to do with their hands on camera. Mm-hmm. Molly, she did great object and space work. She's working out that deal with aluminium very well. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so Molly's gonna tag along to Frankie's lunch with Calvin." We also get another quick succession of shots of of Great Britain. We get the London Eye, we get Big Ben, and then we get a bleak high street with a tandoori restaurant. The Raj Tandoori restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> There's magic the just outside of the city. It feels like Raj Tandoori. Get a dum, get a naan bread, and some vindaloo. <laughs> Feels like somebody else's spice. <laughs> so we're going to be going house hunting, clearly in like Buckinghamshire or Berkshire or one of the shears outside of London with Marvin Roche. Yeah. Who are they going to meet? Oh, is it, the, is it the realtor? The real estate agent? Well, it's Andrew and he's called on screen real estate broker. Now, that's for the American audience. He's an estate agent. He's an estate <laughs> Andy. Andy, the oh, estate all right. agent. All right, Andy, do us a deal. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Andy. So, yeah, actually, this TV company, they want to film with a couple of, I don't know, like... let's do that. It's one of the members of Girls Aloud yeah, and, yeah, do for and Boys of Zone. Pop? I couple think, yeah. Someone from Girls Aloud and Boys Zone yeah. want to look at a house, and you want to sell it to them, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'll do, yeah, it. I'll I'll do it, I'll get the keys, get the keys, hop on the van. <laughs> <laughs> so, on with this house? Let's uh, talk about the exterior, first of all, shall we? Brick. Brick, brick, brick. So much brick. So much brick. Two very artificial looking plants outside the front door <laughs> on either side. Did you notice them? Almost like topiary. Like little little balls of topiary that looked completely fake. Almost like they were made of Lego. And completely. they were, I do think they were made of Lego. I think this whole house is made of Lego. So they, they walk in. As they walk in, you just hear Rochelle say, Oh, they seem to have done it up nice. Done it up. <laughs> done it up. Nice. Now, there's a bar counter in the kitchen, which is quite odd. And a chandelier in the kitchen. Chandeliers. <laughs> and then my only other ma- major thing I noticed was lilac velvet furniture mm. that was studded with diamantes. Yeah. it's a giant throne. <laughs> the only note I made as well was the giant throne chair with studded uh, diamante <laughs> kind of crystals in it. And you just hear this voiceover of Marvin going, this is nice. This is wicked. Wicked. Like, oh, yeah, wicked. And during this scene, there was... Some incidental music happening that had literally the sounds of someone blowing a hairdryer. Like, I thought someone was blowing a hairdryer, like, in the apartment next door to me. And I paused it and rewound it. And it was in the, like, baked into the music. It truly was like music. Hmm. But then, like, someone going. Really weird. Strange. Maybe it's whoever uploaded it to Vimeo was drying their hair at the time. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Now, what, what? There's magic in what city next? Well, we're going to the Northampton Rugby Football Club. Now, does that make sense? Now, I, see, this is where I knew we were going to be the blind leading the blind because I was like going to say to you, "Is that really what you call it, or is that, or are we being like, are we being, you know, what?" F words. North, wait a minute. Northampton. <laughs> Hampton. But I just like, it's a rugby club or a football club. It can't right. be both. Right. Northampton, I don't feel like you could take the rugby posts out and put goal posts in. Oh, no, wait a minute. You can. Wait a minute. Northampton Rugby Football Club. Oh, okay. No. That's not a thing. No. It can't be both. It was just, maybe it was the American execs not knowing that what rugby, rugby was. is not football. Yes. And they're like, <laughs> well, we can't just call it rugby, but we'll just put in football. <laughs> So this is where we meet another shining star, a real vessel of charisma, Matt the Physio. Matt the Physio. One of the flattest people I've ever seen in my life. So Una's there <laughs> and Ben is lying almost like on a gurney or something, mm. I don't know. His legs and arms are out and I've just wrote, I've just, I've just wrote. What did you wrote? I wrote, Ben's got great legs and arms. Yeah, he's, he's sexy. He's just a, it was like a, a Beef. steak. Beef that's steak. It's just been <laughs> dropped onto a gurney. Yeah. And at this point- Matt, you know, really crackles on screen because Ben introduces him to baby girl Aoife Bell, and he looks her directly in and says, "You're right." <laughs> like, hey, you know, <laughs> sometimes people say you have to communicate with children as if they're grown ups, and they like it. So I guess <laughs> Matt, Matt, the physio, was just going down to that level. I guess <laughs> the, Matt, the physio, says that Ben's had his MRI and they've discovered he's got ruptured ligaments on the outside of his ankle. Mm. He's gonna to need to see a surgeon and he's gonna have 10 to 12 weeks off. It's essentially the rest of the season. The main The main note was, mm. until Christmas. yeah, Because you know, everything in the UK revolves around, is that gonna be before Christmas? After, <laughs> is it gonna, just after, during? Wait, gotta be before Christmas? Until Christmas, and then Una does a good "You're welcome, America" for us, where she says he's going to miss the Autumn International, which is like missing the Super Bowl. I thought, like, mm. thanks, Una. I, like, I don't think it is. Maybe, <laughs> maybe of rugby, she should have put in there. Yeah, she been a caveat of that. The the Super Bowl of football, rugby. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, uh, charismatic Matt says, "Let's crack on with getting the swelling down." And then, did you see this this the shot of Una while he was getting his ankle like squeezed? And then what what was she doing? She had a huge smile on her face oh did she yeah like a truly like machiavellian yeah. grin i don't know if maybe she was just nervous and didn't know what to do but he was having his like ruptured ankle like basically squeezed because they were trying to like squeeze all the swelling out of it yeah. i guess all the fluids she was, she was just tr- looking at it and smiling and i was like "Uh oh i've just written your strange sexual moaning massage oh yeah i, I enjoyed some of that yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're not we're not done with Una and Ben yet, are we? Because we've got a trip drop over to somewhere else. (laughs) We're gonna go to the Fox and Hounds pub. (laughs) I think there's some wicker chairs waiting for us that we need to sit down on. I know. I wanted to look uh, on initial viewing. I really thought this was a very specific uh, Weatherspoon's pub in London. That's not far from. It's like kind of between Brixton. Like kind of moving south from Brixton, there's this really like gorgeous Weatherspoons on this like, oh. on this like hill. It's kind of hidden away, and like it looks like you you feel like you're in the countryside when you're at this like weird Weatherspoons on a hill. I thought that was the Fox and Hands, but then I realised we must still be in Northampton, so it was really null and void, wasn't it? Mm. So there's lots of pints and small glasses of diet coke on the table. <laughs> He's drinking a pint, she's drinking a half. Una says that she's glad to be back, and then Una says. You know, it's hard. But Ben says, it's going to be harder for me because um, I've got nothing to do. I'm going to say something about Uh this scene. There was some strange editing happening in this scene. And I think that the one big thing we've seen of the whole season so far is that part where she says, oh, I've got to go back to L.A. in a week and I feel really bad. You know, I don't know what to do. And he goes, well, don't go. Now, watching it in full, it looked like he was about to start laughing and say something else. And then they cut to her and it was definitely not a cutaway of her in that exact moment because I think she was laughing. I think this was really like... Oh, okay. Because I don't... So, so now that we've seen his legs and his arms, you're a Ben apologist. Well, I have kind of been from the start because I find him attractive. But no, I just think that this was definitely some some E, jiggery-pokery. jiggery Like, for sure. Okay, I actually did see that, but I'm just so angry at him. <laughs> you're ready to... And when, and when he said, don't go then, I wrote here in all capitals, go Una! And then I wrote, just because his career is going to shit doesn't mean hers has to as well. That's true. Well, I still will always support women. It doesn't matter if mm-hmm. someone's a huge beefsteak. i still have to go with the woman. Damn it. <laughs> God damn it. These principles. Anyway. We're going to go look at more There's magic, magic in, in this, this new build. <laughs> Lots of bricks and lead-pained windows. Living life on an expensive estate. So we're going to go look at more bricky, bricky houses. Now, my first note about this one was <laughs> yeah. this: these houses, they're very close to one another. You know, new build homes that are essentially to use a UK measurement; they're like a meter mm. away from each other. Yeah, you're really in in your neighbor's business. Yeah, <laughs> can't have that here in LA no. because of you've, it's got to be like five feet from your from your what's it called your fence, depending on zoning. Do you want me to talk more about zoning? Michelle's in her glasses. <laughs> I think this is the clip from last week. I think we were, speaking of the old jiggery-pokery, we were shown oh. this as a flashback of them looking at a house, even though it was happening now in the future, well, which is all, the present. They're all new-built houses, so one and the same. <laughs> I think this is the same house from earlier in the episode, and that they just, like, reversed the shot or something, because I don't believe for a second this is even a different house. I know, they're all the same. I feel like they just had a change of clothes and said, Hey, Marv, Roche. <laughs> although no this one does have that kitchen with the black shiny countertop well that's true uh, oh no hang on no that's the next one. Oh, is it oh sorry maybe and actually wait there's is a different... this the one with the conservatory looking out into the bricky garden yeah and uh, there is a different estate agent so maybe it's not the exact same house oh, okay. or maybe they just got a couple of extras in to play the estate agent and this one's day. got bars and windows in the juliet balcony <laughs> yes <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah that, that garden <laughs> With its like lines mowed into the into the lawn and all that brick, it was just so UK, wasn't it? Even they were like, oh, a little too much brick. For- <laughs> <laughs> and then we have, uh, and I said, poor old Andrew. Oh, it was Andrew, the same estate agent for this oh, one. It? And we got a shot at side saying this place was called Claremont House. And I said, poor old Andrew, Claremont House ain't selling, is it? <laughs> oh. And we get a wonderful a wonderful button to this scene is Rochelle's kind of saying, oh, I'm just not really feeling it. And then her and Marvin in unison say, it's just not cosy, is it? And then we zoom out and we hear her, Marvin and Andrew, the estate agent, all together say, no, it's just not cosy. I was like, what's happening? (laughs) It's that that black countertop and the the bricky garden, not (laughs) cosy. It's not cosy. Those black countertops, they are so of a time. Yeah, And they get kind of water stains on them, like those slightly white water stains. You're going to get a lot of drink rings on that. (laughs) Yeah. What are we doing next? We're going to go to a permanently closed restaurant in uh, Trafalgar <laughs> Square. A modern Scottish restaurant um, in Trafal- with Trafalgar Square views and a vaulted cellar cocktail bar called, say that, it for me, the, Scottish. The Albanach. <laughs> the Albanach pub. And that is Gaelic for Scottish. Oh, well, there you go. So it's, literally, so it's literally called Scottish yes the scottish pub (laughs) closed permanently closed in 2016 yeah permanently closed and so molly's wearing a lovely cozy olive colored knit i've (laughs) written what have you written i wrote (laughs) i wrote i really like molly's off the shoulder olive knit
1: (laughs) (laughs) She both basically Christ. wrote the same thing. <laughs> the exact oh, same thing. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> oh, dear. Molly's been, to use a real UK term, stitched up here, isn't she? She meets Calvin looking uh, kind of incredibly dewy, And and I'd say, actually, maybe by the end of this scene, both of them are sweating, actually, and it's not Dewey. They're both just sweating with uncomfortableness. He also looks like a boy. Yes. Yeah, he... It's weird because he... Yeah, he aged, but kind of looks exactly like he did in S Club Juniors. Does he still look like that now? No. Okay. Have you seen the... The actually we saw two the the two gay members of S Club Juniors DJing at a gay night in London. Remember? Yes. That, that weird pop night in the like art, under some bridge arches. And they played the the Selena, the Selena Thrupple. That was the night they played three Selena Gomez yes. songs. <laughs> yes. And that night was called like We Love Pop or something. Yeah. And I think they played a Holly Valance song, that Holly Valance song, "State of Mind," which is like yes, yes. they like the song that would never be played outside of anywhere. No, apart from our brains. <laughs> Calvin, he lives in LA. He speaks slightly like he went to boarding school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And they're having a very stilted conversation, which I felt felt was quite real. Yeah, <laughs> lots of again Molly doing a lot of space work, lots of water being poured and glasses being lifted and. Also, they're like we don't molly's like we don't have anything to talk about I'm like yes you, you're both pop stars right. and you both know frankie yeah you just actually have it. yeah i was like you actually have a lot to talk about and also he lives in la and you've just been staying in la right. and also i don't believe for a second that molly has ever stuck for something to say remember that great scene where she was talking about how there was too much onion in her salad to so those two strangers too much garlic <laughs> yeah. she could talk about anything talk about anything that's molly that's molly king <laughs> oh molly king and it's Calvin Goldspink. Yeah. What a name. <laughs> so Molly calls up Frank, as she calls her, to find out where she is. And uh, we get throughout this whole scene essentially like big top circus clown music is playing. It's literally like, bum, 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 honk, honk, whee! <laughs> like just crazy, like clown music is playing. And she says, she says, "Oh, I think Frankie's trying to set us up." And he says, "That's absurd." And then we smash cut to break. I know. It's like, "Oh my god, Calvin's angry." I honestly thought that was the end of the scene, though, didn't you? Wish it had been <laughs> we go back to the Albanach. <laughs> so we're back again, and Molly is we kind of repeat a little bit of what we've seen, which is very American TV. And she when she's leaving uh, Frankie a message, she calls her Bibby. she's like hello baby (laughs) everything was very off about this scene if you told me that this scene had been filmed like a year ago and added onto the show without anyone knowing i'd believe that like everything about it was strange albanax still closed (laughs) yeah it essentially ended with um calvin saying that when it comes to dating guys we just wanna you know yeah and then molly just ends she goes right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and it just does more object work with her water at this yeah. point she was like juggling she's got that she's got... <laughs> wearing like a moustache and <laughs> false glasses she's got a glass bottle of like what strathmore water yeah she's like miming that she's stuck inside a box <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, right. i'll tell you what <laughs> in that addison lee again <laughs> rochelle's inexplicably dressed like a 20s flapper from like the kind of kind of waist up she's wearing a bucket hat yeah she's wearing like a flapper style bucket hat and what (laughs) essentially looks like a fur coat which you realize when she gets out of the car is like a fur gilet oh a gillet but (laughs) a gillet but when she's in the car she truly looks like she's in like bugsy malone (laughs) it's a really wild look i did look at the scene i thought oh it looks cold (laughs) so they're seeing the last house that they're able to see yeah and it's a, it's a brick house, but it's more of like a nineteen thirties brick house. It's yes. much nicer. Yes, this is definitely the best one so far. Yeah, and uh, but- we meet Ken, the uh, the liar that's trying to sell them on this house. He describes the kitchen as American walnut with lovely glass countertops. Glass countertops. What? Glass countertops. That doesn't make sense, Ben. I'm going to just repeat it one more time for you. Glass <laughs> countertops. Does that just mean you literally have like just glass on the top of it? The whole of your kitchen is just glass. What's underneath it? No, but what can you see through to see it? No, but he says it's it's American walnut. Yeah, the wood is American walnut. And then he says glass countertops. So what? So all like the cupboards and everything are, are wood. <laughs> no, the countertops are just glass. Yeah. But like not like... You, you can't just have a kitchen made of glass. That's no, but crazy. It's just the counter that's made of glass. Like the cupboards and all the sides are made of the American yes, walnuts. Yes, I know that. Yes. But I just think it's, I thought countertops weren't ever made of glass. I thought they were no, made of like so. marble or wood or plastic. They're not made of just glass. No, I don't think so. You're okay, right. good. <laughs> I didn't think that the, the wood I was looking at was glass that was painted brown. <laughs> okay. I could see that. <laughs> don't make me out to be the fool. Ken was the liar here, okay, not Ken's me. Ken's the liar. <laughs> In this house, they've got a formal drawing room. Mm. Chill out. Yeah, A formal drawing room Well they also still had that lead thing on the windows as well So I was like don't try give me a formal dining room A formal drawing room when you've got that Oh but I forgive it in this 1930s house That lead cross hatching because it's kind of fitting <laughs> Those windows might be original There's a piano in that room Oh well Marvel used that Yeah <laughs> there's magic in this city what's the um tickling -tickling the ivories what's the what's the song the sound of music one the club is alive (laughs) with the sound of music (laughs) 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 tell you what between that and una's guitar quiet night (laughs) so they see the home gym did you see the giant radiator in the home gym I think oh. it was a radiator. It was a metal radiator that went from floor to ceiling. Oh. I thought, what better when you're working out than a giant metal radiator pumping out heat? <laughs> mm. And and Rochelle says, and I believe it, she says, oh, I hate the gym. Yeah. <laughs> We've got primary bedroom mm. with gross built-ins. Those wardrobes. There's nothing like seeing all of your, all of your shit in the wardrobe through glass. Yeah. Nothing to make you more anxious than laying in bed and seeing all of your belongings. But just like just like a hint of your body because it's through like frosted <laughs> kind glass, kind of opaque yes yeah and then, did you see that the bathroom was off the side through like a sliding opaque door oh so i was like i think you'd be able to see an outline of someone taking a shit yeah i know but it's just it's just molly and molly it's just marvin and rush in there i don't care if it's me and my husband i don't want frosted glass while i'm trying to do my business in the bathroom i like a real i'd like an industrial steel door for a bathroom for me but have you ever stayed in a, a hotel because it's very much yes and I don't like those things where you can see those. people taking a shit right. or having a shower. Right. Have you ever stayed in one of those ones where you can literally see the, like, into the shower from the bed? Yeah. Those ones are weird. I guess maybe it's because I'm, I'm always either by myself or sharing a room with a friend. <laughs> <laughs> there are sparkly scatter cushions yeah. on the beds And a lot of beige furniture. So, those Rochelle has grand plans for this. She wants a second sink <laughs> in the kitchen. It already made up the think, well, that's going to need extra plumbing. Yeah. She wants to change have a the sink. fireplace in the back room. She wants the second lounge to become the dining room. She wants to knock through the bedroom wall to create a dressing room and change the gym into a nursery. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a lot like when Roche went crazy in LA and started trying to buy furniture for a new house all in one go. Yes. She's just like, when she's got no time left, she just says, we have to do it and we're doing it now. Yeah. <laughs> so she's basically like, let's take it, even though I don't like anything about it. But Marv is saying, when we go into a place, it has to feel perfect. No, it doesn't, Marv. No, and she's got enough money to... And so will he, eventually. He's... They've got enough money between the two of them to make those changes yes. pretty easily. Yeah. But, and then I I just kind of thought to myself, well, if that's the case, what was the point of any of this? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to stop pulling at that thread. <laughs> and then as they're walking through that slidey glass door to go into the bathroom to look at it, she, like, he accidentally knocks his arm or something. And then, and then she says, you just hit me. That's karma. Like him knocking onto the door. Karma, it's the <laughs> second time karma's been mentioned in this season. It's the second time someone has injured themselves and, and had karma like, That's <laughs> karma. So we're going to fly on up to somewhere, Northampton, London, who knows? Because Una's going to be picking Ben up from hospital. Now, any American listeners that have come this far, just know in the UK, you don't go to the hospital. You go to hospital. Go to hospital. What? Yeah, it's, that's a really British thing to say, oh, she's in hospital. She's in hospital Yeah you need to go, they, to, the you have, you need to, go to the hospital They say the here They will she's say she's in the hospital, in the hospital. Yeah, You've got to go to the hospital Wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay yeah uh, It's not well Because he's, hosp- he's currently in hospital He's currently in hospital Yeah But I'm going to go to the hospital the queen is in hospital, hospital. They literally See, I would say, say go to the hospital But that's I mean, say someone's you've... in hospital Well that's because you've lived here too long Your brain's warped You can't remember She's in hospital Alright she's in hospital <laughs> Exactly Alright <laughs> So Ben's been in hospital, he's had surgery, and I've just written here that getting filmed by a camera crew after yeah. you come out of an operation, that's the worst. Una says, that was quite long, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the surgeon said it was the best work he's ever done. Oh, God. this is What? This scene is one of four scenes in this episode that's exactly the same. Yeah. It's just Una about at different locations and her saying, "Well, I feel really guilty leaving you. I feel really guilty. And him going, oh, that's, I'll be all right, I'll be okay. Yeah, I'll just, i just, you know, I'll be, just I'll be best fine. Best as ever done. Oh yeah, best yeah, as ever done. Yeah, physio, Matt, physio. You all right? Oh, I feel bad leaving you, Ben. I really do. I feel bad leaving you again. Gotta go to LA. So we are going to go for drinks. Frankie and Molly. We're going to a place called the Lonsdale. Couldn't find it online. I said like the brand, like the sportswear brand. Oh yeah. I was like, maybe it was an outpost of the sportswear brand. They had a, a brasserie for a while. <laughs> <laughs> the Lonsdale sportswear brasserie. Brasserie. That'd be- oh, and maybe they've got like, you know decorating the wall like rackets and things i feel like lonsdale was like boxing do you remember was it was boxing. like a very like boxing gloves were lonsdale oh, yeah, i was. think i feel like i had a lonsdale i think article sp- or something from sports direct to go a three, yeah. few lonsdale vests i would wear to work I, out in i think so too so this scene opens and frankie's <laughs> yammering on about having <laughs> braces yeah how she wants to get them again now i'm a two times brace wearer so i can't criticize her too much i've had them twice Once as a teenager and once as a 35-year-old, so... Her teeth are perfect. Yeah. Yeah, she's a fool, but she's a gorgeous fool. So Molly, that trickster, (laughs) she decides to play a little uh, little game. Well, we know she's an actress from all of her space and mime and clown work she's done in this episode. And also that American accent when she went to (laughs) Pinocchio Pomona. So she's telling Frankie it went really well with Calvin, like... Really well, I could marry him. I could, like, I could see kids, everything. And Frankie's like, "What? Wait, what?" And again, they bring that clown music back in. It's literally like, i <laughs> like, I'm joking. It was awful." And Frankie says. Oh, I'm really sorry, friend. (laughs) They love calling each other friends. Frank and friend and baby. (laughs) Frankenstein. (laughs) I said, what a shit scene. (laughs) But did you notice what they're eating? No, I didn't. So I noticed Molly, she seems to be eating a steak that's got a little jug of sauce. (laughs) You know, a little like poivre. A little mayonnaise. Yeah. She's going to just drizzle onto it. So... Final scene. We're in Una's gaff. We are. Speaking of lead-paned windows, we're back in the, the original. Well, yeah, because <laughs> we get a nighttime shot through the crosshatched lead windows. Yeah. Like, zooming in. There's some kind of vase filled with maybe dried flowers or maybe corks behind Una, I noticed. <laughs> corks. Well, you know, I, you know how I can imagine them being like, oh, every... She's like, oh, every wedding and function we've been to, I keep the cork. Mm. And then puts them in, like, a cork. You know that's kind of a weird thing straight people do, isn't it? Yeah, a cork jug. I I know a version of that that I'll tell you off air. Yeah, I feel like as I'm saying it, I feel like I've seen a cork jug in one of my friends' houses. So what about what if, about if you're with, if you're the person with the cork jug, I do apologise. What but, about you know the cork from the bottle of champagne we drank after we got engaged? And we have it framed, one of those really thick, thick frames. Oh yeah, maybe with yeah with like a picture of the engagement announcement or something. Well, that's good. Gorgeous, or maybe with a line of like a poem. Engagement about love. announcement. Well, like in the paper. Yeah, in the Times. Oh my god <laughs> That's actually pretty classy <laughs> what, are uh, they, what are they talking about In this fucking scene <laughs> Okay So Ben says He gets to sit in his arse For a few weeks uh, I've written here Ben's got good teeth He's very well lit In this scene All we're ever doing Is talking around How attracted we are to Ben Because he's know. not nice And then I wrote, then I wrote Baby girl Aoife Bell Is going to be a gorgeous child With yeah. these two parents She's just flopped on his chest Completely asleep Still mm-hmm. with her coat on Oh <laughs> Una says, "Now you better be doing your washing. I don't want to come home to a big pile of washing to do. I was like, okay. (laughs) She's not wrong. Yeah. (laughs) And then it ends with Una saying, maybe I should stay with you to be continued. Yeah, to be fucking continued. Can you believe it? And I just wrote, yeah, right. Wow, wow, wow. Nice try chasing the sats. I don't think so. So episode hashtags. I've got two I'm going to pitch to you. Hashtag new build. Hashtag... (laughs) Brick-built blighty. And <laughs> other hashtag, hashtag, where's Vanessa? <laughs> well, I'm always going to support that one. Okay. Hashtag, hash- where's Vanessa? Vanessa. Right. What are we rating this episode? <laughs> okay. We are rating this episode out of Lamar Odom's. Oh. I'm giving this episode four out of five Lamar Odom's. Me too. I felt like, despite being lied to about the Una and Ben storyline, which was kind of my least interesting part of this everything else the amount of new builds that we got to see all those details i enjoyed i enjoyed frankenstein and molly they were fun uh, the, the, the shot of the tandoori we right got that the raj bus. tandoori I, yeah, exactly we both looked up two separate bus routes in london like yeah. i feel pretty i feel pretty catered to by this episode i feel i feel quite nourished yeah we looked up five different closed down establishments that they went to in london that made me happy it made me realize that the saturdays only make sense in the uk a billion percent it's why it's why this has been so jarring to watch this show because it's just been like them in blinding sunshine of downtown LA. It's just not making any sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's it. Uh, our gals. How many more episodes have we got of this shit? Oh Three God. more. No, we've got four more. Four more. more. What four the more. fuck are they going to do for the rest of this show? Well, no wonder we've got this cliffhanger. We're gonna find Vanessa. That's what we're gonna do in the next episode. <laughs> I know. I hope I hope we get like what's it, they call it in a sitcom when it or a, a TV show when it's one 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 location for like a whole episode. A bottle episode. Oh. I'd love it if we got a Vanessa bottle episode. Just a whole episode of just her at one location. Is she on that bus. <laughs> just going around London. <laughs> I I'd happily do like a whole thing where we follow her, maybe it's a whole extra London episode and it's her like at home with her friends. I'd happily follow her, like getting ready for a night out, going on one getting like cheesy chips and get, eating them on in the taxi on the way home and then the hangover next morning yeah I'd, I'd I'd be down for that I'm hoping that's what episode 7 is just a full Vanessa <laughs> night out in Yeovil Somerset with her friends oh I am there's magic, magic in, in this, this town <laughs> in this Hamlet <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for listening you get an episode of uh your welcome America presents chasing the Saturdays every week yeah we've got a you are prime coming this week wednesday i'm saying that so i can edit in a different day if i haven't done it in time <laughs> you get that you get those prime episodes prime episodes every two weeks and we've already announced i'm going to say it again but we are committed our next spin-off is going to be your welcome america presents the ashley simpson show baby just <laughs> ask <laughs> me you're welcome you are right up May Street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13! I remember we couldn't remember the word for table.